Hello! You're listening to a special, probably shorter episode of Drawn to the Flame, coming out on an irregular day. In case you've not listened to us before, I'm your host, Frank, and today I'm joined by... It's me, Peter. Hello, Frank. Hi, Peter. How are you doing? Doing great. Much better than last... Sorry. Much better than yesterday. Whoa. Yeah, probably won't be yesterday at this rate, but there we go. Much better than, than the last episode... That was broadcast live from Drawn to the Flame Towers. Oh, fantastic. So why might people be coming to our humble little podcast who might not normally do that? Well, good question, Frank. Thank you. Don't mention it. Uh, we, You may have just seen us draw a tarot card on our social media pages, on our Facebook or our Twitter. Uh, a video of one of us shuffling and then pulling out a tarot card and showing it to the audience. An Arkham Horror tarot card. An Arkham Horror tarot card, yes. One of the special collection of tarot cards that came with the Return to the Circle Undone box set. So yeah, why have we been doing that? Well, also a good question. This is being done as part of the uh, campaign play-along organised by Veronica of Until the End of Time. And as far as I understand it, as the campaign... It, it's a, it's a, what's called a campaign reading... So as the mm-hmm. campaign progresses, people participating in the campaign play-along are going to be voting on the orientation of the tarot cards as the, ca- the, the campaign proceeds. Each yeah, tarot that's... card will apply to the, to the subsequent scenario. So you draw eight. Yes. And then you have to pick four that are reversed and four that are upright. Inverted, I believe, is the correct tarot terminology. I think they use reverse. Oh, do they? Um... Yeah, upright and reversed. In oh, there we go. What do I know? Yeah, so, so we've we've drawn judgment. We have drawn judgment. A great card. 20. Yeah, XX. And the scenario this will be active for is in the clutches of chaos, right near the end of the campaign. So, just in brief, let's outline what the campaign play along is for people who've not heard of it or aren't sure about it or just want more information about it. Well, the campaign play-along is a group play-along of a campaign which anyone can join into, either solo or as a group. Uh, One scenario is played each week. The first scenario, The Witching Hour, we played on the 9th of April. There's no penalty for falling behind or anything like that, but it's a a way for people to uh, share their campaign experience with other people at the same rate. So it's best to try and stay, not fall too far behind or get too far ahead kind of thing, so you you can participate in that. So we, I could go and play The Witching Hour any time after the 9th of April. You could as well, Peter. And then we'd go and join in on the Mythos Busters Discord and say, how did you get on? Oh, this happened for me. Or, oh, I've chosen to play as this investigator and I had the following interaction, experience, triumph, failure, whatever it is. It's a way of joining in and feeling like you're playing something that's being released, even though obviously it's been out for a long time. Yes. And to get involved... You're going to need to join the Mythos Busters Discord, which is by going to discord.gg forward slash mythosbusters. And they have a huge Discord channel that is pretty much dedicated to Arkham Horror. And go to the Campaign Play Along channel, which is campaign hyphen play along, and it's under the Arkham LCG section near the top. And all of the instructions of how to log your play and everything else are in the pinned messages. Not log your play like you have to say what you did action by action. More like if you just want to say, look, I'm participating as well. It's all there. 
It also uses a limited deck building format. Don't be put off by that. It basically just restricts what cards are in your pool to encourage people to build weird and wacky decks and try out cards they might not have used. And again, all the instructions for that are in there as well. I've taken part before and I think it's really, really fun. It really encourages you to be creative with your decks and it's really nice to be involved as other people are playing the same thing as well. And, you know, there are even people who look ahead and say, oh, you know, what's coming up next? Ah, okay, Wages of Sin, that can be tricky because of the following reasons. And all of that side of it is really enjoyable. The final card will be revealed tomorrow. And also watch out for Veronica herself streaming this weekend. So that will be Saturday the 9th. Yes, Saturday the 9th. On her YouTube channel, Until the End of Time, and the best way to find that is to search for Until the End of Time Arkham Horror LCG on YouTube and it should pop up and you'll be able to see her streaming then. So what does Judgment do? And should we be encouraging people to vote to reverse it or keep it in the upright position, Peter? So what is it? Uh, well, should we, should we read out the card first? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I'll do the right way up, you do the wrong way up. Perfect. Judgment XX... When the game begins, replace a skull token in the chaos bag with a zero token. Swap them back after the game ends. And the reverse is when the game begins, replace the highest non-negative token in the chaos bag with a skull token. Swap them back after the game ends. So that would be a plus one or a zero, typically. Yes, yeah. Depending on the difficulty you're playing, it's probably a plus one or a zero. Yes, so, well, I have a few questions first. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is the campaign uh, bag or the chaos bag like for this campaign? And what is a skull in this scenario? So the campaign bag is pretty standard. So four standard. It's plus one, two zeros, two minus ones, two minus twos, three, four, and two skulls. And then, of course, you might have added other tokens as you go along. And then in hard, it's two zeros and it goes to minus five rather than the plus one. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, skulls in in the Clutches of Chaos are minus X. X is the total amount of doom and breaches on your location. And it's the same for Hard Expert, except that X is one higher than the total amount of doom and breaches on your location. So if you've got a nice, clear, no doom, no breaches location, swapping a zero for a skull is just giving you a zero anyway. Yeah. But if you're playing on hard and swapping a zero you're going to end up with a minus one then so that's not too bad of course breaches can build up and doom can end up on location so it could end up being a minus one minus two minus three and i think if there are three breaches it would have an incursion and yep. it would get removed and then you just have a doom you could be in a situation where there is say two doom on your location and some breaches an outbreak so it could be at minus four before it it goes completely wild so my gut feeling if we're going to talk about the the vote on this card i don't think mm. this is necessarily too bad mm-hmm. i think the difficulty is we need to understand all of the tarot cards for the campaign yes i've got the feeling that well, not knowing what everyone else has drawn. <laughs> There'll be other cards it's better to reverse. So it feels like this is probably a good one to to flip the wrong way around, right? 
Mm. Yeah, I would be tempted to agree with you. Because I feel like there's probably some good ways, if you're if you are particularly worried, there's also some good ways of mitigating the skull tokens, like play gin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't want to keep this in the upright position if you're playing gin. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Don't yeah. know. <laughs> of course, yeah. The the advantage there mentioning gin, mystics might like this in the upright position because they might want one fewer bad stuff token that could be messing with some of their spells. Although at this stage in the game, there are as many spells now that don't mind the bad stuff tokens as there are that enjoy them. You know, you think of your sixth sense, you get a bonus for drawing a skull. So that would be yet another reason to actually go for the inverted position. Yeah, or even put something like Defiance in your deck, which increases in value if you have more of the same token in the bag. Yeah, yeah. The classic Peter card, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> any yeah. any chance to talk yeah. about defiance? I'm any take chance? It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so I, th- I think we've we've come down on this card. Sounds like it's best, or or this is probably a good one to invert if you're if you're looking for them. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do we have any general tips for the scenario? Wow. Yeah. Um, so it's the pandemic scenario. Yeah. <laughs> as it's lovingly known, my experience of it, particularly in solo, is just be really, really strategic with where you move to because it's a big map to cover or yes. well medium-sized map now it was big when it came out and you can easily get rushed if you're not careful so you've got to think really carefully about where breaches are going to explode yeah and my other big tip would be don't start collecting clues until you know you can get all the clues to win right oh that's a good one that's a good one yeah I think it's two clue. You need two clues to advance, and as soon as you get them, it it flips. But then you can get three more clues to kill the boss. Yeah. Every clue you have is minus two health. So really, you want to make sure you have as many clues out. And normally, you get clues by trading in breaches with the act. So yeah, that would be my tip: is is produce lots of clues before you start collecting clues, and then you can just scoot around and collect them. I definitely echo the movement. Uh, recommendation mm. here being able to cover the ground or get to particular locations quickly it's a very good ability to have in this scenario um, even splitting up to be able to evenly cover the ground as many of the ways of removing breaches will tax you either by testing different stats or by costing you cards with certain icons yeah positioning is very important <laughs> positioning is important and using as much of your downtime to make sure you have a good selection of icons in hand is yeah. very important yeah, 100% agree. Cool. Well, I'm going to keep an eye out for what happens with Judgment and whether the community as a whole votes to invert it. be interesting to see if our decision in complete isolation actually tallies with what comes out. Yeah. We hope you've enjoyed this super short episode and we'll catch you soon for a normal length episode. Thank you for listening. And also, thank you very much to Veronica for inviting us to join this reading. Yes, thanks so much, Veronica. And more importantly, for organising the whole thing as well. It's lovely. Yeah. Just one of those things that just brings the community together as well, which is lovely to see. Absolutely. Yeah, real community glue. Yes, exactly. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you.